But when I sat down with you, I just was kind of hit the end of my rope. I was a little deflated. You and I did, sat down yeah. in front of you and I just kind of said, am I too old for this? I just <laughs> felt too old uh, uh, for this and, and really feeling deflated. You are now tuning in to the HMDL podcast, and this is where we talk about careers in the industry. And today I'm very excited about our guest, Melissa Kelly. Um, She is a newer employee with Hoffman Murtaugh, and um, she's been with us a little over a year. And so we decided to have Melissa Kelly as our um, guest today because she's had a very interesting career. She has worked at Sandcastle for a long time. That's where she started her career. And she also um, left the industry for a little bit and went and worked in a wholly different, you know, whole different category and then came back to the agency world through us. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how the how everything's going here at Hoffman Murtaugh. Thank you for having me, Shay. Uh, This has been a wonderful opportunity. I've had so much fun working for Huffman Murtaugh with our clients. Uh, I am a communications planner. And so what I get to do is I get to come in and help our clients think of everything that is not necessarily paid media. So anything that falls under earned, shared, or owned uh, media channels is what my and my team gets to do for our clients. And so it's been a lot of fun building the side of the business and serving our clients in this way. So, um, you know, the reason why I put you on our podcast was that I thought it was very important to tell your story. You have a very unique story, and I'd like you to start from the beginning of how you got into media. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I would love to. Um, So I went to college um, wanting to be an interior designer, and I quickly realized that was not going to be, um, that wasn't the best fit. Uh, I loved being creative, connecting, uh, planning, strategizing, and um, after talking to family and friends, I started to pursue communications and business, and I graduated with a degree in communications and business, focusing in marketing and uh, public relations. And um, something that was happening simultaneously is I was working in the amusement industry um, just through you know, through high school and college. And when I graduated, I did what every other graduate does. I start looking for my first job. Um, And as opportunities presented themselves, I wasn't very excited necessarily about those opportunities. Um, I really just wanted to be in the industry I'd grown to love while working through, um, while working through high school and college. So I went back to my alma mater, visited some professors and staff, and uh, they had quickly reminded me how important networking was. Uh, it was important that I was networking. Was I, was I getting out there? Was I networking? Was I connecting with uh, alumni? And came to found, find out that locally, uh, Kennywood's PR director was an alumni of my college. Uh, so I, yeah, so I just called her up. Um, I asked if, uh, if she could keep me in mind for any future opportunities. I, I told her what I wanted to do. And then I asked if I could come help out with a few things. Could I freelance? Uh, could I do some, some things to show them what my talents uh, were? Now, Melissa, I want you to talk a little bit about that. Cause I, you know, I have a lot of grads call me and try to reach out to me daily and, you know, Why did you offer your services for free? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I I think it was important for me that I could 
um, that I wanted to be given the chance. So if I could, if I could easily demonstrate by helping with an event or writing a press release that was going to help mutually help them out and demonstrate what I could do, that obviously I was going to be able to prove myself. And uh, who wouldn't necessarily take me up on that offer if it meant that they were going to get the support or help that they needed um, for whatever it was. Uh, so my hope was that I was showing how serious I was, uh, how much I wanted to work for them, how motivated, and just saying, hey, I'll even show you what I can do before you sign on to, to take me on as a full-time employee. Yeah, and I, I think that's usually like a misconception probably with most recent grads that they think they should start at the top or that their first job might be, you know, they, they expect so much pressure, they put a lot of pressure on themselves for their first job. And so I think it was great that you didn't see was out anything out there that you liked and you thought, you know what, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try to offer up my services. And so how did that work out? So you got there and what happened after that? So uh, they they loved they loved the idea. They, they it started the conversations. They looked my direction. That's that's what where it worked. Now I did turn down some full time opportunities to take on a nine dollar an hour paid internship with them. And I was out of college, getting married, um, but to pursue my dream job, to pursue the career that I wanted, I made some hard decisions to really work hard um, in more of a internship capacity after school. Um, and that's the college. time to really do that. Cause if you think about before you get married and have mm -hmm. family and you have a lot more pressures on you, yeah. I usually always tell recent college grads that this is your time to try anything to not worry as much as a, of a salary and not yep. worry about being bogged down by expenses and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So I think that's great that you took that route. Yeah, and, then, and it only lasted a year. After mm -hmm. a year, I was offered a full-time position at our sister park, Sandcastle. And I quickly moved up to the director of marketing, sales, uh, public relations, and promotions. Uh, so I worked for 16 years uh, doing what I considered a fun, a fun job and a dream job uh, for 16 years. I was working in an industry I loved. So what, why did you leave there? Because obviously you're not there anymore <laughs> because you work here now at Hoff and Martas. So tell me a little bit about why you left. Yeah. And how long were you there again? You were there so for? I was there for 16 years. So 16 years um, in various capacities, but in the last 10, I held the director role uh, and I, I loved it. I still love the industry. I got to a point though, where I, I couldn't grow my career anymore. Um, I had hit my ceiling. Um, and in addition to that, I needed a better work-life balance. I had just had my second child and I was working uh, weekends and long um, evenings and six days a week uh, for a good five, six months of the year. And it was very important to me that I got a job with a better work-life balance. Okay. So you left there and where did you go after that? So I was really grateful uh, to get an opportunity with a design build company. And I was brought on as their communications and client manager. And I worked there for a year and I really liked it. I kind of helped create some processes. I helped bridge some gaps in communication uh, and it was a great job. But as the job morphed into something different, um, I knew that my time was coming uh, to look for something else that I could stay within my industry, stay doing what I loved it. The job itself was headed towards a more project managing type of role. And I just felt like that I would lose, I would lose what I loved to do. So it was just time as much as I was grateful for the opportunity, it was time to start looking and kind of get back to what I love to do. 
So that leads us to where we met. So how did we meet? Talk a little we bit did. about how we met. You know, um, in the beginning of this interview, I talked about networking and how important it was. Um, that's, I, I'm very, a big proponent of networking. And so Shay, that's a big part of our story. Um, I ended up at a networking event, a Mentor Mondays, where you were one of the mentors and I was attending. I wasn't necessarily, I was ready to start looking for another job, but I was feeling out, um, I was using that Mentoring Mondays to feel out um, kind of where the industry was. I, I was uh, wanted to ask the mentors. It was a way to get in front of you guys and ask you guys some some good questions about where the, where the industry is right now, where the job opportunities are. And so I went, I was really excited. I had mapped out who I wanted to talk to. And after uh, talking to a few folks um, to start, I was a little deflated, a little disappointed. The conversations didn't really go where I wanted them to go necessarily. And so I had seen a friend of mine and just kind of mentioned that I, this, this just wasn't working out the way I thought it was going to. And I was kind of done for the night and I'd wait for her um, until she was done. And my other friend had overheard me and she's like, do you know Shay Murtaugh? Have you talked to Huffman Murtaugh? And I said, um, I haven't. And she goes, go talk to her. Go, you need to talk to her, go. And so I stood in line to talk to you and I sat down and all night I had planned what I was going to say to everybody else. But when I sat down with you, I just was kind of hit the end of my rope. I was a little deflated. You and I did, sat down yeah. in front of you and I just kind of said, am I too old for this? I just <laughs> felt too old uh, uh, for this and, and really feeling deflated. And your response was amazing. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think I took a step back and really was like, okay, well, I don't think anybody's too old to even start a career <laughs> even in their fifties. And so tell me why you feel that way. Right. And why did you feel that way? Why did you feel your career might've been over outside of just meeting other yeah. people in the industry and maybe what they said, but you know, why did you feel so deflated? You know, I think part of what it was, was that, um, I love what I love about marketing is I could take it to almost any industry, almost any, any industry you can work in. But I really felt like I was starting over. I had left an industry I was in for so long and I did so many different things there. I worked with so many different kinds of people and clients and vendors, but I had left an industry. Um, I had gone to a different industry and I felt like I was kind of starting over and I felt like, um, kind of within the room, I felt a little bit more on the older side. And I kind of felt like, am I not, you know, am I not bringing them, you know, am I, I felt like I'm bringing a lot of experience for sure, but am I bringing all the excitement of a, of a new, you know, employee, you know, younger employee coming right out of school. And it just felt a little bit like, I feel like I was starting over. I felt like I was too old, just too old to start over. Yeah. Um, and you helped me quickly realize um, that it wasn't necessarily starting over. <laughs> <laughs> was it, it was just using my experience and talents for a different part of the marketing industry. Yeah, what's interesting is I think what most people don't realize that timing is everything in landing a job um, or a career in, in, or a kind of position that you want. And the timing was perfect because we knew that we needed somebody like you. And, you know, I just thought you and I hit it off so much. And I really believe in culture and our agency and, you know, feeling good about working together is really important to me. And so I was like, here's my number, give me a call. You probably thought I was acting like one of those people with a date, like don't 
don't call me. <laughs> Here's my number. And so it was interesting. You reached out to me right away and the ball like rolled pretty fast, right? Within a week or two, you were yeah. hired. And yeah. And I think, what can we tell our listeners out there? Because, you know, I think you can never give up. I think it's an important message. And so, so through that, now you're here and you're a communications planner. Talk a little bit about your position here and how much you love it, of course. Um, <laughs> talk about you working here now and what that's like. I do love it. I love my job now. I get to help our clients um, with all things that are kind of um, even outside of paid media. So, you know, we have adopted a peso model, paid, earned, shared, and owned. And so I help a lot of our clients um, in the shared, um, earned, and owned spaces and kind of how they all work together in a united mix to kind of form a very holistic plan. And so I really love that. Um, the other thing that I bring onto the table is I was the client for so long. And so I I bring a client perspective. I can identify with our clients, even on a client level. Um, yes. And so that's been a lot of fun for me as well to be able to work with my clients from that and, perspective. And, and, and you've only been here for a year and you're already building a fast department. Uh, you have two employees already under you. Um, and, you know, we, I post this a lot just in our social channels that I think, you know, taking your paid and your earned and your shared and your own media and tying them all together, really build a brand. They give brand recognition. They do all these things. And, and um, you know, so tell us a little bit about uh, that and how your experience has been since you've kind of introduced that to some of our clients that have been with us for a long time. And so what yeah. are they seeing? What's the difference? What are... So I think like the light bulb has gone off for a lot of us. Um, you know, you're right. I think that is what builds your brand. And I think the COVID pandemic has helped kind of speed that along because it was important that we um, really utilized our organic social channels and earned media throughout um, even the pandemic. And I, so I think that that kind of um, expedited the need for our clients to kind of see these, all, all these channels need to work together. So yeah, a lot of our clients are having a lot of successes, um, seeing um, their organic social channels take off, seeing the it way It takes we, time though, right? It, ta um, right? it takes I think, time. I think we experience that a lot too. A lot of times people just want a quick fix. They want us to be able to jump in there, turn us you know, a light switch on and be able to make all these things happen. And it takes time to build a brand. It does. It's a marathon and not a sprint. Someone once said that to me. Um, and it's the tortoise, not thing. the hare. The tortoise, <laughs> not the hare is another one, right? Yes. And I, and I love that. Um, it, you're right. It is a marathon and not a sprint. So um, we're building that for our clients. We're helping uh, do content creation and content marketing, building their, you know, things like blogs that help build SEO and um, things like that. So we're doing that for our clients. So something for, you know, people within the industry or getting into the industry to keep in mind is always kind of staying on top of these things, always realizing, uh, like staying on top of trends, realizing, um, not getting yourself stuck in maybe one part of marketing, like maybe just living in a paid, you know, in a paid space or not mm -hmm. just in a traditional media space, kind of making sure that you feel or you're working to be very well-rounded. What final advice would you like to give our 
um, podcast listeners about, um, you know, if you're, say you're somebody right now and you just graduated college and you're dealing with this pandemic, you know, how do you break into the field? And I know we talked a little bit about networking and all that, but if you can't really do that right now too, do you have any ideas about how to maybe break in? You know, I think networking hasn't gone away, even though it's become very virtual. Um, I think there are definitely ways to get the attention of people you want to work for, people you want to mentor you. There's ways to get their attention through social, through attending maybe webinars or listening to um, things they're putting out there and then being able to reach out to them and, and show how serious or motivated you are to either work or learn from them. Um, whether it's through email, LinkedIn, uh, social channels. So just kind of staying networked or yeah. networking still, despite the fact that it's become very virtual. Yeah, some of the ideas I tell um, people are, you'd be surprised how many people don't ask somebody like myself or even somebody like you for help, right? Um, you know, I always tell people, look at my LinkedIn connections, you know, see if there's anybody on there that you want to meet, you know, and, and if I can introduce you, I'd be happy to do that. And it, it really does come down to, I think, putting the effort, you know, sometimes don't, people don't realize maybe you have to put 10 times effort into just getting one phone call with somebody. And so that's the important lesson I think there is to learn. All right, so anybody can reach out to Melissa Kelly, that's K-E-L-L-Y, and she is on LinkedIn, and she'd be happy to, of course, answer any questions if you want to reach out to her directly. Absolutely. Um, but we want to thank you so much, uh, Melissa, and thanks to our listeners out there to for actually tuning in today and listening to, I think, one story about how to break into a career in media. And I think the story that you really told, which is a great one, is you could even be at one job for many, many, many years and then find that you're ready to make a change and feel that maybe you're too old. And the funny thing is, is most people don't know that you're under 40. Um, you're really not too old at that, at that age. So <laughs> you don't have to worry about that yet, but it is an important lesson to have somebody that maybe might be over 40 or somebody that's even over 50. They don't want to feel themselves that, you know, has their career passed them by, or is it too late? Is there too many competition happening with others to try to break into and find the job that you love? And so we thank you for being here. We thank you for everybody tuning in and, um, you know, be sure to be also check us out on our other social platforms. We put out a lot of news, right, Melissa, a lot of news on the industry trends. And we would love it if you guys would connect to us there. So thanks, everybody for joining this in the HMDL podcast. And we hope you have a great day.